This is part five of the Joy of Preparedness podcast with Eric Peterson of Mill Creek Safety. All segments of this November 2nd program with Richard Ruge and Skip Charles are available at www.thejoyofpreparedness.com. See a car and you're going to help the person. Uh, number one rule is don't run. Mm-hmm. Um, don't run and you'll never see ambulance, uh, paramedics, fire. You'll never see them typically running because if you run, you're getting your whole system going fast. You need to stay calm because you're going to need to communicate with people. Mm-hmm. And if you're out of breath, you can't communicate with people. Then mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're getting caught up in the moment. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as you know, when you're surveying the scene, um, you need to stay calm and relaxed and visualize yourself calm and relaxed and mm-hmm. it really helps you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. hard to do. Yeah, that's. I'm thinking about earthquakes. People get up and run, yes, and and run over glass and bare feet, yes. and so you always need to have shoes underneath your bed and clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So what what secondary uh, hmm, problems do you run across as an ambulance driver? Like, person gets in an accident, and there's besides getting out and and getting killed mm-hmm. what what are other secondary things is glass an issue um you know i think that in injuries i consider 50% of the injury as being emotional injury where um them getting all worked up in the accident mm-hmm. uh will make them more likely to go into shock Mm-hmm. And then it turns into a physical problem. Um, so the shock is vasodilatation where the blood flows out of the arms, legs, and head and goes in the core of the body to preserve vital organs. And so you need to keep them out of shock. And how you do that is by talking to them, talking calmly to them, telling the plan. Here's the plan. Here's what we're going to do for you. Okay. Um, and just go through. And so they can you know, your goal is for them to take a nice deep breath and say, okay, I'm being taken care of. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's the goal. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, So, okay. So would it, it's, I carry, um, those space blankets and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it seems as though if I get an accident, if I meditate, get myself calm, cover myself up, Mm -hmm. um, to stay warm, that would be useful. That would be very until useful. Until you come find me. Yes. Yeah. Because that's going to make it worse if you don't take care of the emotional part of the healing process. The physical part gets worse. And of the people in your in your car that right. you're riding with. Yeah. Right. Take care of them, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So you want to, yes. Oh, we're going to do the little cows yes. thing. Yes, we're going to, we're going to um, take a moment and uh, mention that this is Cows 107.3 FM here in Occidental, California, community radio for West Sonoma County, streaming on the World Wide Web at www.kows.fm. The station number here is 707-874-1073. Um, email is cows at sonic.net. And um, of utmost importance, donations are at COWS, P.O. Box 1073, Occidental, California, 95465. Okay, I'm going to give you a public service announcement. Occupy Sonoma County, this is one I'm really interested in. Occupy Sonoma County invites you to a free screening of the 2014 film GMO 
OMG. 80% of the processed foods are genetically modified. GMOs are banned in Europe and many countries around the world due to links to cancer, autism, and many serious health and environmental problems. The film and discussion will be on Monday, November 3rd. That's tomorrow. From 7 to 9 p.m. at the Glazer Center, 547 Mendocino Avenue, Santa Rosa. The Glazer Center, 547 Mendocino Avenue, Santa Rosa, Monday, November 3rd, from 7 to 9. For more information, call 338-3791, 338-3791, or go to the website at OccupySonomaCounty.org. That sounds like a great program. I might go to that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have one, too, here for um, Advanced Security. Um, Cows Community Radio wants to thank Advanced Security for their support. Advanced Security is a family-owned firm providing security and fire alarm systems. Um, mention Cows Radio, if you will, and you can find them at www.advancedsecurity.us or you can call them um, at 707-544-9200. Ah, and on fr- Friday, November 7th at 7 p.m. at the Occidental Center for the Arts, uh, it, they're going to celebrate the launch of the author, publisher, and painter Patrick Fanning's second novel, Rejuvenation, a novel about getting younger in the near future. Oh, boy, maybe I should go, being the oldest one in the room. Rejuvenation is a science fiction yarn about life extension. Oh, science fiction. Shoot. And it's and it's, uh, it's natural consequences. After a reading, there will be a Q&A and book signing. OCA is located at 3850 Doris Murphy Court, Bohemia Drive at Creighton Road. For more information, call 874-9392, 874-9392, or OccidentalCenterForTheArts.org. Thank you very much. Here we go, the joy of preparedness radio. So we want to talk a little bit more about how to prepare your home security. No, we haven't talked about it at all. How to prepare your home security for a burglary. Okay. Well... Let me tell you some statistics here. You ready? Yes. You're good. Um, <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> the average um, home invasion takes four to six minutes. Whoa. That's pretty quick. Yeah. So it happens fast, and 80% of the people that, that uh, uh, invade the home have been in the home before. Ooh. So now you're thinking about the people that you know. Right. Um. Um, what are the most common things that people take when they come in and invade your home and, and rob you? Um, and there's a list of four. Uh, number one is cash, jewelry kind of stuff. Uh, number two is electronics. And number three is guns and pills. Um, so you can avoid a, a lot of theft by, you know, where you put stuff. Because there's a common place. Like I could, I could go into your house, Richard. Let's say, yes. let's say that I'm going to rob you. Uh-huh. Okay, this is what I would do. All right, I'm at the movies. Okay, you're at the movies. <laughs> I go on your door. Okay, so your door is uh, your front. I shouldn't ask you these because <laughs> I was going to say, is your front door locked? Of course it is. Oh, yes, and yeah. bolted. Yes, okay. <laughs> it's locked and bolted. And Fido is there. Yes. Okay, Fido is there. And we- <laughs> Fido is Fido the sheep. Um, so I would, uh, a lot of people leave their house unlocked. 
a lot of people leave their house. And and right. even if you do leave your house lot, if you you know you have, you know, you start looking at houses, and uh, so you you've got that beautiful front door that's got uh, you know it's got the glass panel right next to the lock and stuff. So I can just like easily break that to to enter your house, however you enter their house. But most you know often people will keep a back door unlocked or so. Mm-hmm. So lock your or house. Window. Or window. Okay. And so lock your house, you know, is the first line of defense from home invasions. Um, I live really close to junior high. Uh, in the daytime, we lock our house, you know, just because um, not worse, not saying that kids are bad, but kids are kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, some of them are fearless. Mm-hmm. And so it would not be, it would be, it would be often, it'd be, common Mm -hmm. um if you call the police department and says oh my house just got robbed can you send an officer out here to to do a report on this uh in most cities now they'll say you know what you can go online and file that because we can't afford to have an officer come because they're such commonplace robberies are commonplace Mm. and so Mm-hmm. You need to protect yourself. So back to my robbing your house. Yes. <laughs> and you can rob my house, too. And okay, you, good. Okay. So, I'll be robbing yours when you're robbing mine. Okay. Okay. Very good. So what I'd do is I'd probably start in, in the uh, the bedroom, and I would grab a pillowcase to collect all my goodies, just like Halloween the other day. And I was... I would look within 10 feet of where you sleep. I'm looking for stuff. I'm looking for, you know, that those items that I suggested, the jewelry, you know, top drawer of things easily can be looked at uh, to see if there's any cash jewelry in those top drawers. Um, electronic equipment would be there also. Um, and I would look in your medicine cabinet for pills uh, because a lot of burglars are drug addicts. And so... Right. I would look for that stuff. Even the cough syrup stuff, um, being working on an ambulance, I can tell you the street value of all the pills, you know, whether it's uh, uh, the morphines or the, uh, you know, whatever it is has a street value. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the highest street values, interesting, is the the cough syrups. The codeine uh, lace cough syrups are Mm. are worth about 100 bucks, you know, Mm. for a bottle of that on the street. Wow. So if you ever get short on money, you can just That's sell crazy. that stuff down the street, you know. Wow. Um, and so I suggest instead of putting those pills in your medicine cabinet where that's a likely spot for someone invading your house to look, is put them in your first aid kit. Save them. Um, things like, um, well, my mind's going blank on medications. Um a lot of stuff will last for years and years and years and not lose its toxicity, its potency. And right. so you should keep them because what if you're in pain and you can't get to the hospital? Uh, that might be a good thing to have. But put them in your first day kit um, mm-hmm. instead of your medicine cabinet because mm-hmm. that would be an uh, unlikely spot for a burglar to look. Right. Mm. Um, also, see, burglars go to school. You know, they're educated, right? They, mm-hmm. Well, they're called prisons. They're not called schools. <laughs> but so they, they sit around, and I envision that they have, you know, the uh, uh, multi-meeting setups so they, they can sit down and do the lectures. Uh, and so th- they know that that um, 20% of the population keeps valuables in their freezer. Um, I don't keep value. All you'd get is a bunch of frozen peas, peas yeah, right. in my freezer. But mm-hmm. but twenty percent of the population keeps valuables in the freezers. So the bad guy looks in the freezer. So Hagen does. 
Hagen. Right. Yeah. That's in the That's valuable. Yeah, it's valuable. A little <laughs> thing, five yeah. bucks, man. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's good it's stuff. It's a lot when you want. Yes. Okay. Um, and so, so a burglar will look through. Uh, the peripheral areas of where you sleep, um, close to where you sleep, the top drawers in your in your bedroom, um, the top drawers of things mm-hmm. uh, is where they'll find the most valuable stuff and the electronic stuff. Um, and that's because it's convenient for us. Right. Right. And we, so, yeah. so okay, so having said all that, would you change where you put your stuff? You go home and rob yourself as far as go through. <laughs> right. Think, think about, really be a robber. Yeah. Um, I had a police officer look at my house, and he kind of did the same thing. He told me, well, this is what I would look at. And he says, there, 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 there. And that's, that's where they find. That's where they find mm-hmm. that people lose things where burglars look. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And so not so much just the, um, you know, whether you have a safe or anything like that. It's just really where you're going to put your stuff out right. of convenience. Right. Do you recommend safes? I think safes are a great thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so um, lots of different levels of safes as far as keeping mm-hmm. your, your jewelry and your <coughs> and cash and things, but, but also if you have guns in the house. And the, the, the amount of people that have firearms in the house is pretty high. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, those are things you need to keep locked up. Mm-hmm. And then the electronics. I mean, there's not much you can do about, you know, a stereo rack or whatever. Right. Maybe people don't actually have racks anymore, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, no. no. <laughs> it's all, my, all on my phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, so when you said home invasion, I mean, I was thinking of something other than somebody just coming and robbing me when I'm... When I'm not there, mm-hmm. right. I was thinking that you were going to be speaking of, you know, like the, the night where they break in and you're actually home. I mean, uh-huh. And they know that you're there. I mean, they're coming in to because you're there, partly because you're there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds pretty scary to me, frankly. I mean, that whole situation. I mean, um, having been robbed, coming home and been having been robbed, I could see would be one set of feelings. Yes. You know, but to actually to be present when something like that happens would be a whole It would be incredibly terrifying. Yes. Yes. Um so yeah, that's a that's a positive like if you come home you've been you've been violated. You've been you know, you've had somebody a stranger enter your home and take go through your stuff and find, you know, and take what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, your home that's you need to defend yourself. Right. Right. Um you need to lock yourself in a room, uh you need to call the police and hope you got a good response time. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. You better defend yourself with a firearm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the scary part about having those firearms is potentially having to use them. Yes. Most people I don't think, I mean, most of the guys that I know are the people that I know that have firearms. They use them for other reasons. They're not actually thinking that I'm going to use this to defend myself. Yes. And then they're put into the position of having to do that. Mm-hmm. It would be a really tough call. Another reason to get to know your neighbors. Yes. yes. In disaster preparedness. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, right. To, su- to support each other. In so so like does the same thing, this target test attack, kind of thing does it hold true for people that are doing that kind of thing are they actually coming around the neighborhoods and looking and seeing or is it all just sort of they, they just happen to come by and break into your place 